Hi folks, this is Bud Hughes, and it's time to raise the door on another edition of Bud's Garage. Hang on, you're now part of the fastest hour in radio, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Locally owned family businesses with over 120 years of combined experience. CarQuest nationally branded auto parts and warranties, and Oakwood Tire's wide selection of the best tire brands available. Local professionals to help you find the parts or tires you need, help you get them installed, and back on the road with a smile. Find out more at completeautoparts.net or oakwoodtire.com. On today's show, RestoMod Fuel Systems, affordable pickup trucks, tales of Walter Mitty, and bouncy supercars. All that and a whole bunch more informative automotive buffoonery right now on Northeast Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome in, folks. This is Bud Hughes, resident car nut, and Tim DePasquale, a poster to the stars. I'm almost afraid to ask, but how is the moving going? Well, the goats got out of the fence. Oh, no. <laughs> but they didn't go far. They just went to the front yard to eat the grass. I couldn't get them to eat the grass at the old house, and I put them in this huge fenced-in area that's got so much lush greenery to eat, and what do they do? They get out because they want to eat the grass in the front yard. Is it turf or something? It's just grass. Oh, it's just grass. It's just grass. That's bad. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Let's, oh here let's, we go. Let's not start. Let's. All right. We got a car show here that I need yeah. to tell you All about right. somewhere before it goes off the rails completely. Uh, next Saturday, the 29th, from mm. 9 until 1. That's a nice early car show. So yeah. get fried at it. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Flat Creek Baptist Church is having their... Uh, their car show, 5504 Flat Creek Road in Gainesville. Uh, they'll have a gift basket silent auction and uh, top 20 awards and best in show and concessions on site. Proceeds to benefit the Youth Alaska Mission Trip. Okay. It's cool going to Alaska. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, that'll be good. Flat Creek Car Show next Saturday from 9 until 1. Uh, be there or be square. Okay. As they say. All right, I don't even know where to go with this. Um, The Ford Transit van is being discontinued in the U.S. for 2024. Mm -hmm. All right, now I understand Ford is saying that it's because of the the, uh, declining sales of the smaller van. Right. And I guess guess the the fully dressed ones never really caught on. No. Because I think minivans are still... The ideal vehicle. Oh, sure. Uh, for as far family. as practical. But yeah. the, only, the only ones that I've seen, the transit vans, are being used for service vehicles. Right. And, and it's the same with the uh, Ram City van, which is a small... Is that a little one? Yeah, that's a little one. They're discontinuing that. And Mercedes is discontinuing the Metris. Which so is they're all small. going to, and they're all going to. As long as you mention Mercedes, they're all going to the Sprinter size vans. Right. Well, it, it just goes makes to a little prove more sense, I guess. Yeah. That everybody wants bigger vehicles that are safer, that they can put all of their stuff in. Because I was looking at the sales for uh, age groups throughout all types of vehicles, and no matter what age group, from young people to us old folks, the best-selling vehicles us, us old folks yes us oh you have finally folks. included yourself. yeah well what the heck <laughs> the the most popular vehicles are the f-150 and the silverado in every single category right people want big vehicles and ford said it could face up to 1.3 billion in penalties for a long uh, running dispute over import duties paid on ford transit connect vehicles 
I don't know what that's about. Well, back in Lyndon Johnson's days, uh-huh. um, there were some tariffs put on our products, chickens. Oh. As, as chickens, as chickens outgrew the capacity of what people needed in the United States, chicken mm. farmers started to export chickens. Okay. And uh, those countries that we were exporting to put a big tax on it. Oh, okay. And uh, so, if I got the story right, when we started building vans in other countries and bringing them here, Mm. we had to pay a tariff to get them here. I see. And so the vans, the van companies that were making these, some companies would ship their pickup trucks over here without the bed on them. Right. And then, the you know, the beds would be put on here because it had to have four seats in it to qualify to be a car. Uh-huh. So the van makers started putting kind of flimsy extra seats in the vans and taking them over here. And as soon as they got to the shores here, they the flimsy seats got thrown out. Okay. So. Wow. Anyway, it's about 25% duty applicable to cargo vehicles. So, hmm. Very interesting. Well, it's it's just a, one of those ongoing disputes. Well, you I know, guess. this is this is such a squeeze because gasoline prices are going up. They're forcing us into electric vehicles. Uh, we're going to need smaller vehicles, and I, you know, I don't know where they're going to come from. But, you know, uh, well, well, I've got some news for another show uh-huh. on hydrogen combustion vehicles. No, oh, I can't wait to hear uh, that. That uh, that's Toyota, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and they and they've kind of taken a reverse stand on these EVs. Oh yeah, they have. Um, because I think they understand that you know with that many people and the infrastructure you would need in China, right. you know, same as the U.S. here. Right. I well, and, I don't know how they can make it all happen. Japan has an advantage with hydrogen vehicles because it's such a small island and it's surrounded by water, and that's the best place to extract hydrogen. From there the you go. All right. Remember we talked about the. Kia flipping over several weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Right. And how much its roof would withstand. Mm-hmm. Citroen is considering making their roof panels out of recycled cardboard. Only the French could come up with such a brilliant idea. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. I take that to extreme clean auto, auto wash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, apparently after, the, you know, the cardboard is processed and then it's... Uh, it's a sandwich structure of cardboard between fiberglass reinforcing panels and coated with a polyurethane resin. Oh, sure. So that'll eliminate your problem, Bill. Uh-huh. But I'm wondering, what's the structural support of this thing? Cardboard. <laughs> and? Well, I'm driving a car that's got balsa wood and carbon fiber floor pans in it. What car is that? The vet. It's they got that get balsa wood is sandwiched in. It's a honeycomb and it's sandwiched in between the carbon fiber. Like those little but then it's encased yeah, but then it's encased in, you know, aluminum and but it's to save weight and be incredibly strong and to mm-hmm. do what it's supposed well, to do. Well of course. But if Chevrolet does it, that's a different story. Watch it. <laughs> Watch it. Back in the real world. Oh, ahead of the curve, curve again. That's where I wanted to go. Ahead of the curve. Remember you talked about big bikes? Yeah. Benefiting from the anti-wobble uh-huh. uh, technology? Right. Uh, Honda looks like they're going to do this to the Goldwing. To wing. the Goldwing. And, and I, I researched this at length. Uh, all it uses is 
a gyroscope right. to move the handlebars back and forth as you would when you're approaching a red light or in a parade. Well, they've, they've originally invented this so you could push your bike, uh-huh. you know, to park it and stuff right. like that. So I remember going running. to a driving school when I when I first got, got into, you know, when I first went back to riding a motorcycle, I got an 1100. Um, I'm trying to think what it was called. It was a Honda 1100 Shadow. Okay. 1100 or 1200. I don't mm-hmm. remember. But uh, anyway, I went to school uh, to get updated on, you know, yeah. the laws and all that. The Georgia State Patrol runs up in Clarksville. A very good school. We had a guy there with his gold wing that couldn't quit dropping it. Mm-hmm. And, he, he, you know, he banged it up pretty bad several times just by dropping it because we were doing low speed stuff. Right. Uh, you ever watch the like police officers ride those Harleys? In that slow, oh yeah, deal. I you mean, get, it's you gotta amazing. Weave it to back and forth. Those back guys and forth. are awesome. Well, you need so, classic parts for your uh, motorcycle. Where uh, you're not you going get them. to uh, <laughs> the muscle car experts at Year One in Cornelia, Georgia, who provide our podcast. So that if you miss any of this great information, you can go to Access WDUN, click the links, and hit the buttons, and listen to the show at your convenience. Or you can go to any of the podcast sites. To catch the show anytime you want, and also listen to our podcast, Bud's Garage Overdrive. Hey, before we before we end this segment, Atlanta Motor Speedway has your favorite vehicles there today. The super trucks. Oh, baby. Yeah, they got the grave digger and all those uh-huh. stuff here. Uh, if you want to run over there to uh, this afternoon, take a ride to Atlanta. Yeah. And see that it's outside. It's on the front straight where they, you know, made a big track out of dirt and everything. Oh, sure. And that would be great fun. Oh, yeah. Great fun. All right. Monster Trucks, Monster Bud and Tim will be right back here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's new stock. WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More and Complete Auto Parts. Hey, whether you're working in the shop, the garage, or the driveway, they have the parts, tires, and professional advice to help you get the job done right. I know a guy who's working in the shop right now. That would be Frank James from American Resto Mods. Frank, welcome back into Bud's Garage. Hey, Frank. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good to speak to you again. Well, it's good to be spoken to. You're, you're squarely <laughs> at the scene of the crime. Now, what you got going on in the shop? Well, right now, actually, you caught me in the middle of uh, installing a rear end in a 69 Camaro. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, are you holding it up with your phone right now, or how are you doing that? Are you putting a 69? No, now, what kind no, of rear no. end are you We're putting just, in? Uh, it's a, a strange engineering uh, narrowed rear end we're doing for a high-horsepower build that we've got here. and. We were just tramming things out, doing a little measuring, getting everything squared up in the car. Now, a strange rear end for those who don't recognize that. That that doesn't mean it's strange. That's the actual <laughs> company that makes uh, racing rear ends. Oh, that clears things up a bit. Uh, I could see the look that in your eye. That is correct. Yeah, Good yeah. point. Good point. Yeah. Now, th- this is a, uh, 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 replication of a nine-inch Ford. I'm guessing if it's a strange unit. That uh, is correct. It yeah. sure is. So it's a, it's all the housing's all sheet metal and stuff for it and. You can weld things to it and, and hook the suspension up the way you need. Now, did you have to call Strange and give them the dimensions and everything with your offset of the wheels? We do. We did. And actually, uh, you know, there's a couple of ways you can do it. So, I mean, really neat, great company. Um, pretty much build to whatever you want. We actually bought our wheels and tires first. 
and uh, got them set in the car and in the wheel wells where we wanted them and, and uh, the width we wanted and all that, and then measured how big of a rear end we needed from there. Call up Strange, communicate that information to them, basically tell them what you want, uh, what kind of brake packages you're running, and, man, they put you together a, a, a quote and a package pretty quickly and, and get it shipped out to you. That is so much better than uh, building the car and then choosing the wheels. You know, get the wheels and tires oh, you want first. You know, slide them under the car, measure measure where they're going to bolt up to, and then you can give them just the, you know, the, the flange width, and, you, and you're good to go. No, they'll, they'll figure it out, bearings and everything else for you. But that's, you know, that's, that's, exactly right. that's, that's part of the service that you offer, you know, from your providers that that's part of a network that is so hard to replicate and duplicate um, because you've got so many people that you know in the business. No, that's that's exactly true. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, for for the guy at home that's not doing a whole lot of mods, I mean, you can call these companies up and 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 you can ask them for straight up, you know, what the the factory dimensions are. Boom, I just need one for whatever your car, whatever it may be, and they'll send you one out and you bolt her in and you're good to go. Uh, but yeah, you get into stuff like us. There's there's all those resources and stuff where you know we're changing things. We're we're not doing what was intention originally intended to be there. So um, yeah, it's it's just a great resource to have. And you take you know you take the load off the the customer by doing that. And they don't have to worry about that. They don't have to you know they they may not That's know it. what you they, tell they us what you yeah. want, how you want it to look, yeah. and we'll if we can make it happen, we will. And if we can't, we'll tell you you know you can't. And and there there's a good reason for it, whatever that may be. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, earlier in the week, you and I were talking about fuel injection systems, and you mentioned that more and more people are coming in and getting fuel injection put on their cars. Um, they are. You know, because it's, it's kind of a quick turnaround deal uh, for the most part with the systems the that are out part, there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, everybody's familiar with the sniper system. Just give us some basics of what a Holly sniper system is. Uh, basically, I think of it as a carburetor that you bolt on, you have to do a little wiring. It's electronically controlled. It's got a built-in computer. Change your fuel system around a little bit. Boom. Done deal. You've got fuel injection. It runs off of a, a throttle body injection. So the injectors are all basically like in the in the throttle body or what would be the carburetor. And, uh, you know, it just dumps the fuel right in, in the top of the manifold just like a carburetor. Okay. That's so it's kind of like the, the old uh, electronic carburetors we had back in the 80s. Um, Correct. So, you know, it's it's Just much, much improved and, yeah, and, right. and no kinks and bugs and that sort of thing. But Absolutely. tell us about the next level, the Edelbrock one, because uh, I like the looks of them, and, and you were really excited about them. Tell us the difference. Yeah, we've done a few. They've been great. Um, it, it really depends on, on what the customer wants. Um, so, and a lot, of, a lot of times customers, you know, if, if you want to set it, forget it. Don't worry about it. Um, you know, they, they go with the sniper systems. Great. It's no issue, no hassle. No and you can stick an air cleaner on it so it looks like You can stick an yeah, air cleaner yeah, right. on it and you go. The, the Edelbrock system is basically the same, except uh, it even has, you know, the throttle body uh, uh, style, so you can still bolt up uh, an air cleaner. It still looks old school. Right. But it uses a multi-port injection or port injection, so it... You know, you get a different intake manifold with the kit. Right. You bolt that on, and and uh, the the cool thing about that is it gives you a lot more tunability. There's a lot more bells and whistles to play with. Uh, you know, it's for the guy that maybe wants to, you know, he's not some uh, big shot tuner or whatever, or some racer, but but you know, he wants to be able to play and tune on his car a little bit. Uh, they have uh, Bluetooth programming that you can set up through your phone or your iPad or whatever it may be, and you can get in there and play with a few parameters and, and have a little fun with it. 
So it's uh, it's a great package. Looks great. Gives you a little more uh, tunability, and and it just depends on what you what you want what you want to have. And it's a dry manifold system, like you say. Your injectors That's are downstream, right. so you you don't have the you don't have the puddling of fuel and all that kind of stuff you can get if you're you know have the throttle body type and injection. And like you say, it it's uh, in a lot of cases it it just looks cool to me, <laughs> and it and it gives you crisp, it, it gives you really crisp performance. I it's a I neat mean, blend yeah. of yeah. modern and 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 classic. It it really is because you you get the classic look of the carburetor and the you know the round air cleaner on top but then you've also got these fuel rails you know poking out of the side of the intake so yeah, yeah it's a it's a good little it's a good look our guest right now is frank james from american resto mods over in buford what, what's the exact street address while i'm bumbling here about it's buford. uh we're at 4983 and it's an interesting street name it's two letters like initials b and and u and that's a second bowman so bu bowman drive bu bowman drive okay Yes, what sir. else is rolling down the pike uh, and, you know, that people are interested in getting done and maybe turning their car around, you know, in a week or so to get it to the car shows and stuff? You know, well, it, that's it. It's car show season. Uh, it's also getting warm. So the typical we're getting the yearly, uh, you know, get, get me the tune up, get me the service me from being sitting around in the winter. Uh, hey, can you throw AC in the car? Uh, you know, throw so AC in the car. Kind of yeah, huh? <laughs> uh, we can. Well, you can, but that's uh, that's typically how long does throwing an AC system into the car take nowadays? Uh, it depends uh, on the car. Uh, you know, they're they're different, um, different kits, and you know how how custom say the customer wants the AC system. But but you know, a basic thing, a basic. St- Standard straight up quote for us: It takes about thirty hours of work. Yeah, right. to, to put one in. Yeah, put it in, make it make it look right. Do they still make the units that hang under the dash? You know, like you used to be able they to get do. from Sears. Well, I, I believe they do still make them. They're I, I can't tell you the last time I've seen one. <laughs> but I, I've I seen them in some of the older stuff. Yeah, I, I just the think that's builds, cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's a great retro accessory. You know, for a '60s model car. Oh, it is. It absolutely is. I and, mean, they work. They work well. Well, and I've seen, now Tim's got a Mack truck rat rod, and, you know, you got enough really? room to put that whole unit underneath the seat. Yeah, oh, yeah. And have it have it work in there without, a, you know, without mm-hmm. a lot of muss and fuss, so. Well, and well, and you know those are those, those guys. I like like everybody else. All those the AC, aftermarket AC companies. They're they're ever improving. Um, and we're 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 a dealer for vintage air. That's typically what we install. You know, they just came out with I think a fifth, their fifth gen or whatever kit. So they they're always improving. Stuff's getting smaller, smaller more efficient. Smaller, yeah. Uh, you know, and then that's what people want. Well, that, you know, and you put in the right pulley system and stuff for people that incorporates the compressors and, you know, uh, all the duct work and that. And, uh, you know, you're, you're just a place to go if you want a older car brought up to new specs and, you know, the, the comfortability of having a new chassis, AC, fuel injection, all this stuff. Uh, so your car drives like your your muscle car drives like your street car that you drive every day. I think that's a cool deal. How can folks learn more about all the stuff that you're doing at American Resto Mods? Folks are always welcome. If you're local, come on by, pop in the door, come see what we got going on. We'd love to chat with you. Uh, otherwise, you know, there's always social media. Uh, AmericanRestomods.com will take you to that and uh, see what all we've got going on around here. Frank James, American Resto Mods. Thanks for taking the time to be with us here, Bud Scratch. Thanks a lot, Frank. Thank you, guys.
We'll be right back here, Bud's Garage, on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Whether you're in the shop, garage, or driveway, they have the parts, tires, and professional advice to help you get the job done right. Well, speaking of doing the job right, I know a guy who's right in the middle of super bikes right now, and that would be Rick Humphrey from Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta. Rick, how are you doing today? Welcome back into Bud's Garage. Good afternoon, Bud. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. What's going on at the track right now? You got some. Uh, you got some very, very athletic, uh, skilled, and crazy people going around over there. Certainly athletic and skilled. I'll let them know that you call them crazy. But probably some of the most uh, uh, most unbelievable athletes and, and motorsports participants that that you'll see on a racetrack. And this is uh, this weekend. Is the uh, we're hosting the Moto America uh, event here at Michigan Raceway Road, Atlanta, and uh, two full days of uh, of racing activity. Activity um, as we head into this afternoon, the the marquee event of the weekend uh, is the Superbike race, and the Superbike race is at three. This afternoon, and then again on Sunday. And one of the things that Moto America has added over the last several years is this King of the Baggers series, and that goes off this afternoon at four o'clock. And then uh, it also has its second race of the weekend on Sunday afternoon. So we'd love to have uh, fans come out and join us uh, this weekend um, or today, actually, and uh, just come on out and, and uh, purchase your tickets at the gate and come in and see some of the most athletic motorsports participants you'll find. Okay, now what is the difference between the super bikes and the bagger bikes so the bagger bikes um, actually uh, is as you would imagine it's the king of the baggers are these uh, these large motorcycles that you see out on the highway so the Harley Davidsons the Indians of the world um, with the actual uh, bags on the on the bikes as they're out there racing so again it's a series that was introduced several years ago and it has introduced a uh, a new um, group of folks to to this series I mean as you imagine the Super bikes and the sport bikes are are the the bikes that you see around town. Some of the the faster sporty bikes, and then the 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 baggers are more along the lines of the cruisers and the Harley Davidsons that you would see out on the road. So what that has done is that's introduced racing to those group of people um, who who come out and uh, and ride those type bikes. So it's uh it's been neat to see and, and fun to watch. That's a cool idea because the super bikes now they defy they defy all the rules of physics. They get they got these things basically on their side and they don't come out from under the drivers i'll never understand that the bagger bikes that's a different deal um so that's cool that you've you know put the two groups together because it's the crotch rockets and the cruisers it's a that's a, a that's a neat deal for sure it is, and I always, I've always asked and been perplexed by who was the first person that put their knee on the ground to make that turn, and then, okay, so somebody saw that and saw, okay, they're getting an advantage, so I'm going to do that, and then the person, who was the first person to put the elbow down, and so, you know, it's, uh, it certainly follows, uh, if anybody in motorsports, not just motorcycles, if somebody sees somebody doing something different than they're doing and they think it's an advantage, well, they're going to figure out how to do it as well. It just so happens in motorcycle racing, it was putting your knee on the ground. And I'd like to know who that first person was that was brave enough to do it, but uh, it won't be me. 
that's like uh, practicing uh, the ski jumping. You know, how do you how do you do the first one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our guest right now is Rick Humphrey from Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta. Uh, the Superbike Series is going on today. Now, next week you have a, a special event that I never miss because it's just the coolest thing ever. It's the MIDI. Uh, tell us a little bit about the backstory of the MIDI, and now you've got the 45th running of it coming up. Yeah, so the, the MIDI is a historic uh, event that's been, as you've mentioned, has been taking place at uh, Michigan Raceway Road, Atlanta. This is its 45th year, and each year um, the MIDI creates what they, uh, what they call uh, an official mark, so a, a manufacturer or some kind of special um, automotive uh, significance to, to to celebrate, and this year um, HSR, uh, which is the the sanctioning body of the MIDI, they're going to honor NASCAR's 75th anniversary. And so, um, as you probably are aware, uh, Bud, coming to the event, um, they have a group of stock cars that uh, that that come to the MIDI and and our some of our other historic events here at Road Atlanta and. Uh, and these these cars are uh they've been described as uh some people have found some people uh have bought them from uh previous owners uh and some have just found them laying around somewhere and they've they've brought them out and and restored them and uh they'll be racing on the track on Saturday and Sunday um and I am told that there could be upwards of uh more than 40 of these cars uh at the track on uh uh, on the next weekend, and they'll have two races, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, and then there'll be another group that's coming in uh, from South Carolina that will be on display up in the fan zone, um, and those cars are going to be from the anywhere from the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s era, and those cars that will be on the track racing are going to be 90s and 2000 uh, model or the era cars. And it's always so cool to see those those stock cars come over the hill and down into the uh, down into 10A and 10B and and you know under the bridge, because um, it, it's <laughs> they're big cars and they're going fast and, and it's just exciting. It, it is, it is, and part of the uh, part of the event um, that has been put together to um, celebrate NASCAR's 75th anniversary. Sure. Um, the members of the Wood Brothers uh, will be here serving as the Grand Marshal on Saturday, and that's. Uh, uh, Lynn and Eddie Wood, as well as their, uh, I think he's 85 years old, Uncle Leonard Wood, oh, will be here. Yeah. Cool. Uh, they'll be here on Saturday, serving as the Grand Marshal. And part of the plans for them will be on Saturday around lunchtime, around noon. We'll do a question and answer session uh, on the podium down in the infield paddock. Uh, and then they'll do they'll sign some autographs uh, as well. Um, there'll be a gentleman by the name of Rick Houston who does a mm-hmm. a, a podcast that talks about um, NASCAR history. He will be here as the honorary pace car driver on Saturday, and he'll be emceeing the Q and A and signing autographs. And then uh, some other NASCAR folks who will be around. Mike Helton is expected to be here along with some other NASCAR and, and IMSA executives. And then. Uh, the regular mainstays, Bill Elliott and Joe Nemechek, are expected to be here participating in the event and uh, and, and driving uh, cars from their past. Way cool. Uh, what's the next big event you got coming up at Michelin Raceway uh, Road Atlanta? Wow. So um, after we wrap up uh, the MIDI uh, next weekend, um, we have uh, the weekend of Mother's Day, 11th through the 13th. Formula Drift will be in town for their annual visit, and that's going to now be a three-day spectator event. So Thursday night, 
uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and they'll be joined by a couple racing groups as well. We've got a, um, a Morgan Performance Group is coming in for a couple races uh, during that era, and then Global Time Attack, which is a mainstay on that weekend, uh, will be here as well. And then the following week, uh, following weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which will be the trying to get all my dates straight, so it'll be the uh, I guess it's, uh, I'm sorry, the, the 20th and 21st and 22nd, I think, are the dates of, uh, we'll have Ferrari Challenge on site um, for a three-day event uh, in May, so the weekend after Formula Drift. So actually it's the, I'm sorry, it's the 19th, 20th, and 21st of, uh, Ferrari Challenge will be here for a three-day event. All right, no worries. Uh, how can folks keep up with all the dates and all the events that are going on at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta? Yeah, so they can go to roadatlanta.com, and we'll have schedules on there and then opportunities to uh, to purchase tickets uh, in advance. Uh, and if you don't get the opportunity to purchase in advance, you can purchase them at the gate uh, for the, all the events that I just mentioned. All right, Rick Humphrey, Michelin Raceway, Road Atlanta. Thanks for taking the time to be with us here, Bud Scratch. All right, thank you, Bud. Okay, Bill. Real quick, give me a give me a refresh on who Walter Mitty is. I know there's he was a, he was a character in a book. Is that correct? Or he wrote Serber a book. Wrote the book. Walter okay. Mitty was a milk toast who lived his life in fantasy. You know, he'd he'd, he'd imagine himself as all these heroic people, and he was like a geeky librarian type. Oh, really? And there were two movies made: one with Danny Kaye back in the day, and one with I think Steve Carell did the remake. Really? Okay, we'll have to check that. What was the latest one then? That was Carell. It was a, a couple years ago, too. And what would it be ago. called? The, Life, the of Life of Walter Mitty. Oh, we'll have to check that out. Yep. Okay. Just just curious. We'll be right back here, Bud's Garage, on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More and Complete Auto Parts. Locally owned, nationally backed, and happy to serve you. They are happy to serve you every, yes, every time I go either place, at either, either location. Now, Complete, of course, has three locations mm-hmm. now, Cornelia, Clarksville, and Gainesville. Yes. Well, everyone's happy to see you come in, Bud. Oh, yeah. yeah. They see how big that wallet is. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Going on right now. Started at 7 a.m., round two of the Summer Karting Championship Series at Atlanta Motorsports Park. Uh, round three will be next Saturday, the 29th, and then public karting starts Tuesday through Sunday. Book online to reserve your sessions at Atlanta Motorsports Park, Duck Thurman Road in Dawsonville. That is the home of the 100-mile-an-hour lunch. Yeah, you'd have to eat that really fast. I would suggest that you eat lunch after you go on track. Uh-huh. That's just right. me, That's so idea, I'm just saying. But... You know, one of the things we talk about a lot on the show is pickup trucks. Mm-hmm. You know, F-150s, uh, you know, the Dodge trucks, the uh, 1500s, and the Silverados. And I recently came across an article that says the cheapest pickup trucks for sale... Mm-hmm. in 2023 that's the title of the article anyway and surprisingly enough there are some trucks that are in the 30s well there's a couple here in the 20s um because it seems every time i look at a pickup truck it doesn't matter what it is a 60 70 80 and up hundred thousand right. you know and right. up but if you pick and choose and you can order them or get them or find them on lot uh, the ford maverick xl front-wheel drive hybrid, 
is let me preface this by saying all of these prices I'm going to give you, I would say probably add four to five grand to the price. Mm-hmm. Okay, to be realistic, you got yeah. tax tag and title, right? And there's going to be a couple of upgrades that you want on these trucks, mm-hmm. and the upgrades, you know, are not individual things; they're usually a package, right? So you, you know, if you change up the the series, you may go from steel wheels to alloy wheels or something like that, and they cost mm. a little bit more. Anyway, go back to the Ford Maverick XL front wheel drive hybrid, twenty four grand. I'll round it off. Mm-hmm. Hyundai Sonata Cruze, which is kind of a cool looking truck, twenty eight grand. Uh, Toyota Tacoma SR two wheel drive with an access cab. That's like a uh, like a, an extended cab. Extended cab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's twenty nine grand. Ford Ranger XL, two-wheel drive, super cab, 29 grand. Nissan Frontier, uh, two-wheel drive, king cab, not to be confused with king craps, uh, <laughs> is 31,000. Uh, Chevrolet Colorado work truck, two-wheel drive, short bed crew cab, uh, 30 grand. A tradesman, two-wheel drive, Ram, uh, 1,500, 32 grand. Uh, Ford F-150 XL, two-wheel drive, short bed, regular cab, like Bud drives, mm-hmm. is a... 37,000 and a 1500 Silverado work truck 39,000 and a Sierra is a 39,000 two-wheel drive standard bed bed regular cab yeah you never see standard regular cab pickups well you can get them you can't always get them with a v8 in them which is what Bud the knuckle dragger had to have Mm, with a v8 you have a very unusual very unusual I'm kind of an unusual guy you know what am I saying but, right. you know, that w- everything that's on here, even the bigger trucks, if you add that money I'm talking about for all the uh, a feature you might want or two, mm-hmm. um, none of them's over 45 grand. I mean, for a pickup truck, it's... Yeah, that's it's, not bad. So, you know, the, t- the Tacoma, do you know that they've got a following, they call that Taco Nation? You remember years ago... Oh, people used to take the... the take all the letters off except yo, and... Remember that? Yes, the, I the, do. You would see pickup trucks that just said "yo." Now it's they take all the letters off except "taco." Okay. So, if you're part of the Taco Nation, welcome. Changing with the times, I mm-hmm. guess. Let me ask you a dumb question. I'm going to ask you and Bill this question. Okay. If you don't mind. No, I don't mind. What's your thoughts on putting TikTok and Zoom in a new car? I think that's just what we need to be a little more distracted while we're trying to drive. This is why I have hung up my motorcycle helmet, because I'm not getting out there with this bunch of morons who thinks that they can entertain themselves visually when they're trying to drive. Do you have TikTok, Bill? No. Do, I do, any, do no. you TikTok? No, I don't TikTok. No, neither do I. So I'm, you know. And I mean, we do all this talking all the time about how the Chinese are hacking into our stuff. We're going to give them an open invitation by putting software in our new vehicles yeah, to allow right. them to control where we'd stop and start. Well, as we've learned, you know, TikTok is a communist Chinese-backed yeah. corporation. Yeah. Even, mm-hmm. though, even though they say they are. I think Zoom, is, Zoom might be okay if you can find a way to make only the audio available. So as long as, like, if you're traveling at... 50 miles an hour, you can't do a visual zoom. You have to be on audio. But you're right. still... Because you you're don't s- want someone 
watching you pick your nose at a traffic right. light. No, no, no. Yeah. I wasn't thinking that. You're still distracted. If you're in a business meeting or something on Zoom. Yeah, you're thinking about I do Every once in a while, I'll do a podcast with uh, with Doug Turnbull and we use uh-huh. Zoom. But I'm sitting, yeah. st- I, I'm not in my car. I'm mm-hmm. sitting in a computer. But, but, you know, the same thing, though. You're also, you also take phone calls while you're driving. I mean, is that, a, is that really that much worse? Uh, not, I, I try not to. I you really try not to. I try not to, yeah. Okay. Have you ever been at a four-way stop where there's someone is holding their phone up to their ear and they're so listening intently to their conversation that they don't know when it's their turn to go? <laughs> Haven't you experienced that? You see? Sounds like, like uh, the voice of experience. Here. Yes, I'm uh, like, I, uh, hold on a second, baby. I'm going to have to put my phone down because this guy behind me is blowing his horn. Tim, you promised you never talk about that. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't think it's a great idea. Let's let's put it no, that I way. I don't think it's a great idea. You know what? Idea. What? I've got another idea that tops that, though. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> How about this jumping Chinese supercar? Yeah, the, the BYD. Uh, now I want you to come up with with what the BYD stands for for next week. All right. Next time we're doing okay. a, a show or a podcast, and we'll mention the Chinese supercar mm. that jumps up and down. This was a hundred thousand dollar car. Bounce your drive. What? Bounce your drive. Bounce your drive. That's pretty good. Mm. That is pretty good. Well, I mean, you know, the Hoopty crew has been bouncing their drives for 25 years. Oh, yeah. That's a different right. deal. But That's a whole different thing. The, the only thing I could see that would benefit us on this is I saw a video of the car, and it was actually um, driving on three wheels, mm-hmm. which if you had a flat. Like an old Citroen right, with a hydraulic. Yeah, the technology that it takes to do that, just put yeah, a spare just in the put car. put a spare tire in the car. And, that, I think this is uh, the Chinese trying to play towards the uh, Hispanic population. I don't think you so. Know, that's what I, I think. They're trying to turn so. them against us. Let me give you a car, car, a car care tip of the week from Oakwood Tire and More. Okay. Belts and hoses. Mm-hmm. You don't think about them until they give up. And belts and hoses have changed a huge amount since right. the day of the upper and lower hose and two two heater hoses. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you lift the cover on the engine, you got a, a an octopus in there of right. hoses, and a lot of it is joined together by plastic junctions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it may the hose may be bad, but where it joins with the plastic may give up on you. It's worth having your car checked when you're having it serviced at Oakwood Tire and more. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and while I'm thinking about it, if you're going to change hoses, mm-hmm. change the fluid, the antifreeze, get it, get it flushed. Right. Change it out, get it done correctly, have them check all the hoses, all the belts. And like, uh, like you and I have talked before, if you're going to do one... Do them all. Yeah, you may yeah, as well. Do everything all at one time, and then before they're broken... Could, could you think you could figure out how to thread a serpentine belt if it was broken? <laughs> Huh. Well, there is a... <laughs> I know there's a diagram. Yeah, there's a diagram. Yeah, that it, it never happens at a good time, yeah. I can guarantee you that. Well, X is 16 or 17 off of 985, um, 3120 Atlanta Highway. Check them out at Oakwood Tire and more. What's up at Tim's Auto Upholstery? Oh, you know, it's springtime, convertible top season. People are now looking at their cars and saying, oh, geez, that seat's looking a little bit ragged, uh, mm-hmm. carpet, uh, mm-hmm. headliner. You know, come on by anytime. Pay us a visit. Come and look around the shop. Meet the guys. Uh, we can take care of any of your interior or convertible top issues. Tim's Auto Upholstery, 3568 Buford Highway in Duluth, behind Howard's Outdoor Hardware Power and Hardware, something like that. Emporium. Yes. <laughs> it 
Tim's Auto Upholstery, we will keep you in, in stitches. stitches. All right. If you're stitching things together at the old, ye old upholstery shop, yes. Tim's Auto Upholstery, and uh-huh. you're not up at the hardware store getting stuff off the Traeger grills, um, what do you do if you need parts for a dash when you're redoing a car? You know, for an older car. Oh, uh, well. Knobs and gauges and things like that. I've got uh, our friends, the muscle car experts at year one on speed dial. Oh, okay. And we use them all the time. I just ordered yesterday a uh, carpet and a headliner and some kick panels for a 69 Camaro that is so loud. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. So uh, check them out at uh, year1.com. Yeah. And they provide uh, our podcast every week, and we thank them for that. And they also are involved in Bud's Garage Overdrive, the podcast. Uh, which you can hear on all the podcast sites. Mm-hmm. And our guest this week is Randy Pope. Is that correct, Bill? All right. And don't forget, we'll be back next week right here in Bud's Garage. Keep between the ditches, shiny side up, and we'll see you then. Okay. Have a great week. <laughs> <laughs>